welcome to One Drink, a podcast where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Oliver. I'm Matthew. And today on our history show, we are featuring uh, January 22nd to January 28th. Yep. So each week, you like to learn new stuff each week, right? Yeah. Regardless if it's, you know, small, big, whatever, something yep. new. Yeah. I just, I like little cool facts. Yeah, that always, that you never forget. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that's what this show brings. Definitely. With history. Yep. We talk about those things that aren't talked about, yeah. but those facts that will stick in your head for for eternity. That's right. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. Yeah. So, you know, get ready to, to, to soak up some gray cells in that brain of yours. Yep. <clears throat> you won't forget. You're welcome. Yep. So we're going to go January 23rd, 1570. The first assassination by a firearm. Ooh. Yep. All right. James Stewart, first Earl of Moray, is fatally wounded with a cab um, carbon shot from a window while passing down the street. This is the first recorded assassination by a firearm. Hmm. He was assassinated by a supporter of Mary Queen of Scots. Huh. Ain't that some shit. Yeah. Well, sorry, James. Yeah. Everybody remembers... The We've said it. Everybody remembers <laughs> the first. Yes. Everybody remembers the last. <laughs> yeah. James was, was the first to catch one in the face. Oh, man. Sorry, man. You bit the dust. Sorry, dude. <laughs> See, but they don't even say, what's the guy's name? The uh, so he's just the, yeah, he was a supporter, supporter of, of Mary, Queen of, of Queen of Scots. Mm. Well, crazy you support someone that much to, you know, assassinate someone, but... I don't know. Happens all the time now. It does. Yeah. It probably happened all the time then, too. Yeah. It's just for the first sucker to get caught. <clears throat> yep. So, yeah, everyone remembers the first, and unfortunately, James Stewart. You were the first, you bro. You were the first, and <laughs> welcome to One Drink Podcast. Yep. You made it, bro. You made it. You've been waiting 541 years or 451 years. His legacy still is going. That's right. Damn. You've been immortalized by One Drink Podcast. Yep. You're welcome, James. Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take this local. I like it. All right. Uh, January 23rd, 1849, mm. Elizabeth Blackwell uh, was awarded her MD by the oh, Medical Institute of Geneva, New York, uh, becoming the uh, America's first female doctor. Yes. Yeah. So, paving the way <clears throat> paving for women the way. in the U.S. And there are, doctors. there are a lot of female doctors. Yep. And nurses. Well, it's because, I mean, technically women are smarter than men, so. Yep. And um, it's always, it's crazy, too, because <clears throat> every time I go to the doctors, or if I have to go to emergency or just mm -hmm. anything, there's always a, f a female assistant, you know, and then there might be an, an intern with her. Mm -hmm. So there's always, like, three people coming into the room, and most, uh, lately, they've been all just, you know, women. So no matter what I'm there for, embarrassing or not, mm -hmm. it there there's just women everywhere. <laughs> so no matter so pretty much no matter what, whenever you go to the doctor, you have to drop your drop your pants. Yeah, yeah. While the doctor coughs, yeah, or holds your balls and you cough, yeah. and then these women got to see it. So this is how you do it. And uh, did you get that intern, Jenny? Oh, yeah, okay. That's one of those things where like you look at him, you're like, it's cold in here. <laughs> All the excuses start flying out. <laughs> I was in the pool. Right. Uh, oh, so yeah. Um, good for her. But yeah, Elizabeth Blackwell. And locally. See, the first. I like it. Everybody remembers them. Yep. <clears throat> so what about uh, January 24th, 1935? The first canned beer. Ooh, see, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. 
So last week I did um, canned food. Um, this week the first canned beer. Um, Kruger Beer brewed in New Jersey. The Kruger Brewery was reluctant to can their to can their beer at first, but was offered the canning equipment for free trial by American Can Company. Hmm. That's a that's a really original name. <laughs> like, hey man, we're we gonna call our company. So we make cans. We're in America. Let's call it the American Can Company. Brilliant. Boring. <laughs> Boring as shit. Although I'm talking to the guys that are on a podcast where yeah. they have a drink and talk about a show and we called it one drink yeah so i guess we're brilliant we're boring <laughs> <laughs> the canned beer was a huge success with other breweries soon adopting the practice nice and everything's you know canned now obviously coining the who yeah making it a great sound yep i mean you know it's good with sodas it's good with when you crack open a nice cold beer, especially on a on a, on a hot day, oh. you see the little yeah come out. Oh, those are the ones that go down fast. Though. Oh yeah, yep. Sip sip. Well, because the, the first sip, sip, sip is always so good sip, and so sip, cold. Sip sip. <laughs> All right, give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to do that with a can? I have. Crush it on your forehead. Failed. Did it ever work for you? No. Yep, me too. Almost knocked myself out. A I times. just had the big ring. It's like oh yeah. oh. Like, you have to really... Oh, yeah. And I don't have the willpower to yeah. just know that I'm not going to break my face. I was pretty buzzed when I did it, but I think people might dent it first before Well, they... I think when they when they do it, they, like, go like this with the can. Oh. You know what I mean? And See, then, I did. like, crumple it first. No, me neither. Yeah. I just went... Boop. Yeah, cook, and I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, dude. You look like an idiot. Yep. Hurt, yeah, it hurts, and you look like an asshole. Right. Yeah. Thanks for the canned beer. Oh, yeah. Dicks. Kruger beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take us way back, mm -hmm. like 2,000 years back. Mm. So I'm going to take us to January 24th, 41 AD. Uh, Roman, Emperor, Roman Emperor Caligula was assassinated at the Palatine Games by his own guard after oh. a reign of only four years. Uh, it was noted he was noted for his madness and cruelty, mm. including including arbitrary murders. So it was only a matter of time. Yeah, so he was a whack job, <laughs> yeah. and he just went around killing people just because he felt like it. Yeah, so his own guard. So it's kind of a I do like that name, Caligula. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool name. Yeah. But yeah, I mean his guards were just sick of it because yeah. the guards he was probably like, you go kill him, you know. Right. He's just like. They're just like, dude, you know, I'm about to just kill you. These are my people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go kill my neighbors because he wants to. <clears throat> i just kill you instead, loser. Oh, my God. Did you see what uh, what the... <laughs> yeah. So, he was a raving lunatic. Anyways, so. Good. I guess it's really no... <clears throat> no no surprise. Yeah. 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 Uh, January 25th, 1915. First transcontinental telephone call. Ooh. Telephones are huge nowadays. Yeah. Alexander Graham Bell in New York calls Thomas Watson in San Francisco and repeats his famous request. Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. Weird. Yeah. Okay. That's the quote I have here. I, but. Uh, it's weird. So I don't know what was going on between these two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, yeah, the, <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell. I've never he heard that said something. He should have said something witty, like, this is... Something way better. <laughs> but, I mean, I... Like, this is one small <laughs> call for man. 
one giant conversation for mankind. Anything besides this. Right. <laughs> Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. Yeah. That's so I don't know if it was a, hopefully it was a joke between I hope them. It was a joke too, but, but too bad everybody remembers their stupid inside joke that nobody else understands. Right, come on. Well, clearly nobody remembers it because it sucks and I never heard it before. I've never heard that quote. Me neither. <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, good job on the call, Bell, but, you know, yeah. with the quote, <laughs> use of work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so, this one, this is a weird one mm -hmm. right here. Okay, so, January 24th, uh, 1972. Japanese soldier show so welcome to wondering where we can't pronounce shit <laughs> um Shoichi Yokoi sounded right? great right not, there not bad okay all right so we'll go with that um was discovered on Guam after he had spent 28 years hiding out in the jungle not knowing that World War II had long since ended okay so I read I read this and I was like Okay, I was like, I gotta, I need more yeah. than that. So I, so I looked it up, right? Okay, so here's the deal. So this dude was a sergeant in the Japanese army okay. fighting on Guam. Mm -hmm. When the Allies took over the island, the Japanese retreated. Okay, right. So in Japanese culture, it's it's they would rather die than okay. become. Prisoners, okay, yeah. right? Or then be taken prisoner, or flee and risk getting captured right. alive. Okay, so, so despite having hidden for twenty-eight years in a jungle cave, wow. right? Uh, he had known that the war had ended since, but he didn't find out until nineteen fifty-two. Right. So he still spent seven years in the jungle, thinking that the war was still going on. Mm. He only he feared coming out of hiding. Because it was a disgrace yeah, yeah. for him yeah. as, you know, in the, in the Japanese culture. He was sticking to his guns. So even though he officially surrendered in 19... So even though he knew the war had ended, yeah. technically, he hadn't officially surrendered until he was discovered wow. in 1972. So in this time, so they found him and he was like, he used like leaves as clothes okay. and like 100%... In the jungle, no nothing. Whatever he had with him, when he was a soldier, that's what he had. Wow. So he hunted and gathered and made shelter and lived in this cave or whatever. Just because he didn't want to, like, get, yeah. be disgraced, disgraced yeah. like, by his country. Dude. So he became, and here's a new word of the, of the week I for like us it. here, okay? He was the antepenultimate soldier. Antepenultimate. That surrendered... From the Japanese. You know what antepenultimate means? I don't, but it's a great word. It means third to last. Oh. So he was the third to last soldier to surrender after World War II. Antepenultimate? Antepenultimate. So it's antepenultimate. Oh. So second to last is penultimate. Ah. And then final is ultimate. Okay. Yeah. So he was the third to last guy to surrender. Nice. Yeah. It's crazy. So they ended up finding two more um, in from the Japanese later that year wow. uh, that were the final two to officially surrender. To now that is a true survivor. Yeah. 
to be out yeah in the jungle for that long 28 years i mean with no other human contact crazy He's the man. So the other two, so he ran with two other people. Okay. And those two guys lived in like different parts of the jungle, mm-hmm. but they like stayed in slight communication up until 1964 uh, uh, when there was a flood and those two died damn. and he didn't. So up until 64, he had two friends, sort of. And then and after that, him. it was just him for eight more years. Wow. It's crazy. It's that's crazy. A, that's a good story. Yeah. It's nuts. They should make a movie out of that. I, that's how. It, you know what I mean? I would watch that. I would movie. probably watch that too. That's, <laughs> man, that's nuts. January 26, 1838. First U.S. prohibition law. Tennessee passes a law making it a misdemeanor to sell alcohol in taverns and stores. Fucking losers. Wow. Yeah. Idiots. Now, Fuck you, Tennessee. Could you imagine if they passed a law like that right now? No. We're going to the show. Talk about going. People would be going. Not that people depend on alcohol or anything like that. But. Yeah, but people. It's a, it's a social thing to do. You know, you go out and yeah, have a job. Not just that. Think of how many jobs would be lost. Oh. If you couldn't sell beer at taverns. That means no more bars. No more bars. That even, means, even, that means no even more. Grocery stores. Right. Well, not, not grocery, grocery stores, but like. Like you know, stores. Smaller, like, convenience stores, because a lot of those are just. Yeah, gas and beer. But, I mean, think beer. about liquor stores. Liquor stores? There would, well, there would be no more liquor right. stores because... Beer stores? There's beer stores. Yeah, beer stores. <clears throat> Man. And then all the people that work for the companies that distribute the booze... Right, right. ...are all out of... You're talking millions and millions. And that's what happened back probably, then. That'd, that'd probably be 10 million people... Easy. ...across the country that would be out of a job. Easy. Yeah. Just like that. But then there's, like, that cascading effect, so, like... All the breweries and people that work at breweries. Exactly. Where are they going to... If and, you can't, it's, that's crazy. And breweries here in upstate New York is huge. I would become a moonshiner. Think of the market. That would be there would be. That would be For nice. that. For all the people that would want it? Oh, my God. Or weed. I'd, get, I'd be making still. I'd be building stills. Oh, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't do the moonshining. Maybe I'd just build the stills. I feel like that's less risky, yeah, and then just sell the stills to people. I feel like that's less risky. Just manufacture. Here you go. Here you go. But yeah, so that was the first prohibition law. Tennessee. Tennessee. Home of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. And some of the best moonshiners ever. But I guess that's why. Yeah. Ain't that some shit. But that law didn't last. No. No. Clearly. Thankfully. Or we'd be... Sitting here on, you know, one water. <laughs> or just drink. Welcome to welcome to Drink Podcast. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is our history yeah. for this week. Yeah. Don't forget, guys, you can check out these history shows every Monday on YouTube and also our full-length shows every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't forget to hit that like, follow, and subscribe button to get all the uh, latest notifications on when our new episodes come out. Yep. We are officially on season five, our second episode now of season five, so we are, we are full swing into season five. We have a guest this week. We do. Our first guest of season five, also our first return guest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So be sure to check that out, and it's going to be a... It's going to be something. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a would-you-rather show. <laughs> and uh, 
The gloves are off <laughs> right. on this one. So be sure to check that out Wednesday at 6 <laughs> on our YouTube page. <clears throat> yep. So anyways, guys, for both of us here at One Drink, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Greetings, Gladiators. This is Alex. I just wanted to say thank you for supporting One Drink Podcast. They are a couple of friends of mine that are supporting me, and uh, they help me sell my mono prints. These are my mono prints. I make all these to be unique. They are all one of one, so when I print them, I make sure my graphics are laid down in different spots every time. And these thick hoodies all get the headpiece, so that's pretty cool, I think. Cheers to that. Um, <clears throat> also, I just wanted to let you know, there is a discount code for you guys, one drink. If you punch that in as you're checking out, you get 15% off. So I will see you soon, and thanks again for the love. Peace.